Endocrine therapy or hormone therapy is treatment that tries to block or reduce circulating estrogens, which is what drives the majority of breast cancers. These drugs block or reduce the ability for the body to produce estrogen, which can reduce the risk of breast cancer returning. Dr. Belinda Yeo is a medical oncologist at the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Wellness and Research Centre in Melbourne, who is researching the level of therapy that breast cancer patients require to minimise toxicity in treatment. She was a guest speaker at the 2022 Breast Cancer Trials Annual Scientific Meeting, and we asked Dr. Yeo to explain her research project on endocrine therapy. My research is predominantly in trying to better work out which patients need what therapy in breast cancer to try and minimise the toxicity um, that we give with our treatments. Um, Today's talk was about looking at the data with regards to endocrine therapy in oestrogen-driven breast cancers and comparing the various drugs that we have and how long patients need to take them and what benefit and, of course, what cost it is for treatments that actually go for many years. And so for those people that don't know, what is endocrine therapy and when is it used? Yeah, so endocrine therapy, often people actually use interchangeably the word hormone therapy, um, is treatment that tries to either block or reduce circulating estrogens because the vast majority of breast cancer that we see um, is driven by estrogen. And so these drugs actually either block or reduce the ability for the body to produce estrogen and both of those strategies reduce the risk of the cancer coming back. Most women who are diagnosed with an ER-positive breast cancer, even if it's a low-risk one, will be offered a form of endocrine therapy, which are usually tablets for many years. Um, How intensive that needs to be and how long that needs to go for depends on their risk and, most importantly, depends on their tolerance to the drugs. And so how much endocrine therapy is enough? That was the topic of my talk, but I'm not sure I quite got there. I think... If I'm honest, if I could answer that in one line, it's whatever's enough for the patient. So the data for endocrine therapy is probably best sitting at five years for most patients, but five years is still quite a long time to take these medications. Um, There's certainly benefit even if they only take it for one year. There's one year's better than none, two years is better than one, and five years is in fact better than two. The question is beyond five years, the data gets a little bit less strong. And there will be some women, particularly those at high risk of the cancer coming back, where longer therapy makes a difference. There's also other reasons why we might recommend more therapy, and that's actually to reduce the risk of another breast cancer coming, um, because the risk of a new breast cancer is also something that um, women face if they've been diagnosed with one. There are some negative stigmas associated with endocrine therapy causing cancer. What would you say about the rate of toxicity versus benefits of treatment? I mean, this is something that we discuss with patients every day, and I'm sure that if you chatted to patients, this is something that they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So ideally what we would love is to be able to give a treatment that has minimal toxicity and massive benefit. And in the case of endocrine therapy, there's quite a substantial benefit, um, but I do believe that there is a quite substantial toxicity. Some of our drugs are better tolerated than others, Um, But it's up to, I guess, the individual patient because some side effects are felt by more patients and some patients remarkably can take these medications and go completely unscathed. And um, I think it really is an individual decision with the patient you have in front of you. Um, For example, 
Um, some patients will be very concerned about hot flushes. Other patients might be very concerned about the risk of their bones thinning and the risk of fractures. Um, and we all perceive these risks very differently. We, we do that day to day. So I think you have to have the discussion with the patient that's in front of you to make that best decision. And what research and clinical trials are happening in endocrine therapy at the moment? Yeah, so we're still debating how long you need to go and how intensive you need to go. I guess um, one of the things we've recently seen in the last few years is for young women being more aggressive, so blocking as virtually as much oestrogen as you can um, does seem to make quite a substantial difference to their outcome. Um, the problem is is that young women have a lot of oestrogen and, of course, blocking a lot of oestrogen means that you're almost certainly going to get side effects. Um, so I think the research where we're going now is to try and work out which women need that more intensive treatment and of course then for how long because maybe you only need to do it actually for a few years and then you could stop or do something a little bit easier so there's some research in that in that capacity I guess some of the other research that we still don't quite know the answer to is um, when we're looking at endocrine therapy and chemotherapy it's working out um, are the benefits with endocrine therapy above chemotherapy and vice versa are the benefits of chemotherapy above endocrine therapy so that's something that um, our trials are still looking at particularly for young women which is the theme of our meeting and where do you see the future going for this type of treatment well obviously i would love to not have to give any of this um, and the drugs that we spoke about today are also very good at preventing breast cancer in the first place um, and of course prevention is probably always better than you know having to treat cancers um, but most of us don't really want to take a tablet for a disease that we haven't had yet you know um, we, we tend to only take something if you know we really need it and that's kind of the scenario of um, being diagnosed with a breast cancer so I think we've got to be better at dealing with the side effects of endocrine treatment I think it's something that we do it on a bit of an ad hoc basis and I think they are very difficult they're very challenging side effects um, things like weight gain things like needing to physically exercise regularly. These are things that all of us have trouble in our day-to-day -day life. So I think strategies that can better support women while they're on treatment um, and even after they stop treatment will be important. That was Dr Belinda Yeo. If you would like to learn more about breast cancer trials or you'd like to support our life-saving research, follow us on social media or visit our website at breastcancertrials.org.au.